Welcome to the Pints and Polishing Podcast, the most influential and listened to podcast in auto detailing. Welcome to the community. You want a beer? Always. Talk to other detailing professionals about what you do? Wow. Come to Mobile Tech Expo 2022. We'll save a seat for you up on stage so you can enjoy a cold beer and some community. Sheldon, what can you tell us about the Pints of Polishing podcast being with Mobile Tech Expo 2022? So this is something we started in 2020, kind of on a whim. You and I were just talking about it. I thought it was a good idea. We'll have a stage set up and um, Marshall and his team will be you know, recording all day. And there's also a bar right there. So you can come by and get a free beer. But you're going to have to get up there and talk to Marshall about, you know, what you learned at the show or why you come to the show or what you think people need to know about the show that they miss. So you got to, you know, talk a little bit, but there's a free beer in it for you. So I think it's pretty cool. And I hope a lot of people take advantage of it. There's definitely it started in Vegas of 19. Oh, it was and, Vegas, uh, right. Yeah. And we just kept yelling community out all over the place. 2020 everybody said the same thing it just it becomes a big party a lot of people come around it's a great time while you're intermixing with all the different other uh places there that you can go to the different booths stop by grab a beer and uh let's have some community absolutely cheers to that (laughs) sheldon where people register for mobile tech expo uh, everything is at mobiletechexpo.com. Uh, if you want to save 15%, you know, get a little bit off, uh, use code PINTS, P-I-N-T-S, and that'll save you the 15% off the expo floor or the full education day uh, pass. So make sure you take advantage of that and sign up soon. We are thinking the education day could sell out. So get those passes sooner than later. All right, Sean, thanks so much, man. Uh, thanks for having me. Take care. Welcome to the Pints of Polishing Podcast. My name is Marshall, and I'm your guide as we journey through the car care industry. You can find me at HyperClean Store, where we are doing the community pub right now live out of the uh, HyperClean Store Facebook group, uh, HyperClean uh, Specialist, or just shoot me a text, 918-800-1188. Guys, tonight I am drinking... uh, I saw it the other day at the store, and I was like, I got to get it. It's been a little bit for me. It's uh, Stone Cloud Brewing, and they've been popular with us on this uh, Neon Sunshine. If you remember listeners from back in the day, uh, Paul, who was our, uh, was, we were talking about movies and shows a second ago. If you remember uh, Seinfeld, and there was this crazy Kramer who would jump in. Uh, he was our Kramer for a little bit, but Paul loved uh, Stone Cloud Neon Sunshine, and this is Chuck Norris from stone cloud it's a uh, little microbrewery here in oklahoma i always love what they do and this is this was i think one of my first uh, as i got into the hazy ipas uh this is one that's a, a mosaic uh, so love it uh dustin you said you had some beer troubles huh yeah yeah i did so uh so i'm i lived in florida for two years and fell in love with the craft beer down here down there versus up here in west virginia everything tastes like tree bark um so i had a friend tiny huh yes yes very and uh so i was spoiled by the florida beers and a friend of mine uh shipped me up two six packs of uh you're my boy blue that's by uh 
Brewbus Brewing Brewery out of uh, Tampa, Florida. And uh, man, I'm telling you, USPS must have been playing basketball with these things, shouting Colby or Kobe, Kobe. Sorry, I'm not into basketball. Uh, Kobe, and uh, my goodness, busted like six of them. And then they saran wrapped it <laughs> to get it. To my, they saran wrapped it and they just put it on my front porch. I'm like, what the heck? <laughs> I'm surprised you still got it. Yeah. You can't ship a, you can't ship that stuff. So that busted and they still let it deliver. Yeah. Well, I would say that it was maybe it made it up here. And then they're like, screw it. Let's just saran wrap it. Because USPS, they're like, hey, you'll get it when you get it, or you might not get it at all. Hey, listen, it could have it could have actually made it out onto the, the, the delivery truck, and he could have damaged it literally around the corner. We had uh, we had a damage. This was interesting to, to see when you can track it as far as you can. Sometimes if they if they scan it all the way through, we had one that scanned all the way to. I mean, and this was. It would have been sort of somewhere up northeast, like by you, Brandon, which is sometimes a, a fingers crossed that it makes it. It tracked all the way to the delivery driver being gone for hours and then it gets damaged like he had it on his truck. It was it was it could see the finish line <laughs> and somewhere within the last couple of miles it left definitely in the last couple of hours. Of its delivery, it, it, it didn't make it. And that guy damaged it. And it's like, what the fuck? Like, that's insane. I think that might have been my package because remember. It wasn't. You, you have oh. had some. You're right. Yeah. You're right. But the one I was thinking of, it wasn't. Uh, but you're right. We did have that one with you. Oh, man. It's a bad deal. It's a bad deal. <laughs> it, we try actually down this this period. We've learned uh, during Black Friday, uh, Cyber Monday, uh, if people get their packages a little late is because we started shipping them later. We try not to ship them on Monday. Um, and then we trickle some out on Tuesday that we don't think, you know, but then the main ones that we, I held away that, you know, were the heavier packages or maybe a more risk. I held them till today so that they have a better chance of making them because I, you just, they get so bombarded, especially now, like, and hell, we, we even had UPS reach out to us asking if we knew people that were, they could, they were telling us that they were hiring. Like wow. they, they, they're struggling. They're struggling bad to find people. So packages uh, are going to be interesting. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I, I know up here, they're, they're paying people. Uh, so one of my good customers, he's been at UPS for a long time. And uh, they're literally paying like mid-20s uh, for owners just to take their personal vehicles and go deliver packages. Mid-20 an hour, local stuff. They're not going, you know, 20, 30 miles. Like they're literally handling the local stuff near the hub. Um, so there's some people doing that and, uh, yeah, it's hard for them to keep up. I have learned that, uh, I'll watch my package. So when it's coming from, you know, chemicals or anything like that, I'll go pick it up at the hub. <laughs> I'll call them ahead of time. Hey, don't put that on the truck. We've had issues before I'll come pick it up. So that's worked out for me. Huh. That's crazy. Uh, so we were talking a second ago about a new movie that I saw, uh, Free Guy. Brandon, you said you saw it. Uh, 
Brandon from Tim's. Have you seen Free Guy yet? Oh, he's stalled out. But uh, he, did you guys watch any movies, any other movies this holiday season? That that was just the one that stuck out for me because I was, I went ahead and bought it. I think you had to buy it in order to watch it. At least we did. And I was okay with it because I was looking forward to that movie. Uh, another one around those, those that same type of theory, uh, uh, Ready Player One. You guys seen that? It's one of those technology. They they go in and out of uh, reality to a uh, a game type or you know a alternative uh, life in a sense. Hmm. Did you watch so, any cool? Um, so I watched a movie last night on Netflix. Gosh, I can't think of the name of it right now. But they just released it. Uh, basically, this guy's like so. Like I'm big into like war movies or special ops stuff. I think it's cool. Um, so this guy is ex-special ops and they abducted his son. This, the cartel abducted his son and then basically forced him into going around and killing a bunch of gang members and held his son over, you know, in this cage and over his head and whatnot. And everything is, he's got a body camera. It's all live stream. They're having like this big party inside this mansion watching this live stream of this special ops guy go around and take out all their enemies yeah i want to be at that party (laughs) right well and then at the end uh they thought this guy was killed he comes up he comes back finds out where where this guy lives at and they're having this party ends up wiping out all these gang members that uh that set him up to do their dirty work um so it was a pretty good move for netflix anyways it was a good speaking of netflix what was that uh i haven't seen it yet uh, but it was guy it came out what a couple weeks ago about a game or whatever and all these people are having to play this survival game and then they uh, get squid, game. squid game squid game you guys seen that nope it was very good oh, i mean what was it about uh well it's like this uh it's like at first it's about this guy who's like down on his luck and he's like addicted to money and slowly he ends up like saying oh well i can't afford anything so then he turns out he's like he's addicted to like games of chance and stuff so he meets this guy and then so first episode you're like what the hell's going on and all of a sudden he ends up on some island and there's all these people and there's like millions of dollars they can win and they don't tell these people that uh you know if you lose in the game you get killed so it's a pretty gory uh show but it, what I would what I would advise you guys to do is watch it with the subtitles on and like watch it in English because it's just they it's so messed up the way that they did it it's so funny, but um it was pretty good it like it gets kind of deep in the middle where you're like oh I didn't think it was gonna be about this but it's pretty good. Hmm. That's cool. And then it starts talking about like you know what happens if you get too much money and greed and stuff and how the economy it's it gets, it's I'd watch it it's pretty good. Oh, interesting. Uh, so Dustin, we were talking earlier and, um, interesting that you brought it up, uh, about finances and what, uh, what different things detailers can kind of run into a struggle with, uh, what, what were your thoughts? And then we'll chat about it. What remind me fully out your question. So, you know, my thoughts are this, as we, we scroll through all these groups and whatnot. And, uh, if you notice Billy, uh, from American detail garage, Dude, he goes into detailing for money and just rails on these guys. 
and everybody gets offended by it. But at the same time, this dude's got really good advice. Uh, you know, I listened to the podcast today with you, Greg and Sean talking about that stupid heart extractor from Walmart, dude. <laughs> that vacuum that everybody was raving about they got yes yes dude and like so and it gets on my nerves and here's why because and especially over let's say like I, i've been detailing for you know 12 years now i have been a business owner for six years now i went broke let me tell you my story real quick uh, 2015, I started detailing full-time, quit my job as a diesel mechanic, union job, great pay. I quit to detail full-time, and guess what? My first winter, I went flat broke. My, my girlfriend at the time, who is now my wife, um, she paid my truck payment, dude. I had a lot of debt at the time. She paid my truck payment because I had zero dollars in my bank account, got kicked out of my house. Uh, you know, it was a bad deal. I had a pretty felt, good woman to stick with you like that, man. Yeah, I'll get her to not only that. just yeah. pay the payment, like she was still there with you, man. That's pretty yeah. cool. Yeah, I mean, I, I was in a bad deal and she paid the truck payment that month. And uh guess what? I took that moment. I'm thankful for that moment. I really am. Because Number one, I taught myself, hey, I'm never going to let that happen again. But over those years, quickly, I learned, hey, you need to learn how to run a business and not so much how to do the work. And, you know, we got married, all that good stuff. We built a. Uh, Did that get, let me, Dustin, pause for one second, man, because that gets, that gets, that's such a, and I know you don't mean it this way, but that's why I wanted to pause for a second and explain it to anybody, you know, like, running the business can be a very cliche term, right? It could be one of those, uh, you know, buzzwords that, you know, maybe Billy might say, right? Like um, what, what really goes into running a business is, is massive. Yeah. I, what did you learn at that moment when it, what it took to run it? So the first thing was, uh, dude, you have to know your worth and you can't do these cheap details and, and make a living because Uncle Sam wants 35%, right? But you also have to take that money, invest it into better equipment. So th this was my big thing that struck me. I always see guys right. like- let me, let me pause for a sec. So what's, what's a cheap detail? Let's just say for for rough estimate, these guys that are saying 150 bucks full detail. How okay. long did, how long does it take you to do a, a full detail? Mm, I'd say you should get a full detail done on a car three hours. Okay. So given that instance, you do make 50 bucks an hour. Yeah. The shop makes 50 bucks an hour. That's great, but that's not always the instance. Uh, you know, okay, let's go five, five hours. Say it takes us five hours. Can you make money at 150 bucks a detail? Five hours is what? 30 bucks an hour. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you can, if you do it right, I think, uh, the interesting part with 
then it goes into the running the business, right? You mentioned 30% gets taken out straight off. Expenses. Yeah. What all goes into that $150 detail? Yeah. Well, well let's just say, for instance, exterior wash, uh, some sealant, windows, wheels, tires. Uh, you know, then you get into your inside. You want to make that thing look like new, right? So, so whatever it takes. Well, I mean, whatever it takes to get that thing new. It's not like a basic quick clean. We're talking, hey, we want to make this thing look like you just bought it. Because that's the goal. When a customer calls you for a full detail, they want it looking like new. So, yeah, I, I agree. Everybody wants to look at Go ahead, John. Everybody wants it looking new, and, and it's, it's all about communication and understanding what the customer wants because what I always think versus what the customer thinks isn't always the same. So that's why when you lay it out and say, this is what you get for this dollar amount, that's when it gets them thinking. Otherwise, everybody will always think a $50 detail is a, my gosh, my car's going to look brand new. And that's just not the case either. All right. So let me toss this out to Alex and good to see you, Alex. Uh, good to see you, Bruno. Hello. Having a little water, are you? We're having some beer. Yeah, uh, you know, I'm I you know, this is this is my go-to. Okay. So I gotta stay hydrated on this. <laughs> <laughs> it, when you guys hear uh from from around and Alex, you've have interviewed quite a few people. What do you hear that people get per detail? It's What's what do you think people on an average get for a full detail? I mean, I guess it depends on what your <clears throat> definition of a full detail is. I mean, I, I talked to a guy local here a couple of weeks ago, you know, and he's like, oh, we're knocking out a full detail on this suburban over here. And I was like, OK, what's your full detail? Um, you know, and it was kind of a was an interior like minus um, hot water extraction. Um, so kind of like an upholstery cleaner scrub on the carpets dry back. And then it was like a wash and wax on the outside. That was his full detail. And he was getting, I think on that suburban, he was getting like 350. Um, for me to do that same service on a car, like a two row car, I'm like 400. Um, on a, on a suburban, I would be, I would be like probably 550 600 bucks um and then i yeah. think there's i think there's I, some people that do full details include like paint correction you know or some at least some kind of polishing right like not necessarily a coating but some kind of polishing would be considered a full detail so i think it depends on who you talk to uh 100 it does uh average what do you, you think the average is in that 300 to three 50 for a full detail i would imagine maybe for you know no offense to anybody maybe like the the lower tier type guys i think a lot of guys who are doing professional type work or whatever are probably not even doing that type of work That's i mean i know i know a lot that, of, no I know no a lot you're of guys you're that, absolutely right 
And that's something that we kind of hinted around about, but it wasn't until you said that it makes complete sense. There is a, there is a part of the industry that has kind of moved away from doing oh, yeah. full details. And that's no longer in their, yeah. they don't even want to even, I don't advertise, right. I don't advertise it because it's, it's not necessarily a service that I want to do, but at the same time, if I can do a $400, $500, you know, light interior with a wash and wax on the outside, and it's only going to take me four to six hours to do, I'm not leaving that money on the table. Right. But there are a lot of people in the industry. Um, I mean, Aaron Knox is, is a perfect example. He has a car wash guy right across the street from him. I mean, like literally you walk across the street and there's a guy there doing car washes. What Noxie did when this guy popped in was Noxie started feeding him all the bullshit work that he didn't want to do anymore. His interiors, his washes, his waxes, um, very smartly. You'd, you'd kind of think like, why, why are you giving away all that work? Right. Well, Knox at that time and, and Wu were getting were getting more into the corrections and codings that they didn't really want to do that type of stuff anymore or have the time for it. They didn't want this guy to come into the corrections and coding business, mm -hmm. stepping on their toes. So he just fed this guy so much work to keep him out of the corrections and codings. And yeah, since, that, since that is stuff. interesting. It, it is a well-played chess move in a sense yeah. on, on him, but it does show that there actually has become a divide in the industry. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and there sure. is almost a bit of a, Yep. An upper mm -hmm. nose on oh, somebody yeah. that's going to do a full detail. And the core of our industry has been around cleaning cars. Yep. So it is crazy to think about. Again, uh, I don't, I don't want to do them, but if somebody's yeah. going to, somebody's going to pay me the money that I'm going to be I more I mean, than everybody else. I'm not, I'm not leaving it on the table. Listen, there's no, I, I dust. It'd be interesting if we went around the room and, and saw what area, Cause you, you got a great area. I've been to your place, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, in Orlando, right. Yeah. He's different than Tulsa. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then I would look up to Dustin and go, it's way different, you know, than, than where he's at. <laughs> right, right. How does somebody take their area and go, can I make 150 bucks for a full detail? When you, you said you won't touch it for under five, 600 bucks, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. Here, I can never imagine. I guess there's maybe a couple people that that could, but I don't. I, I couldn't look around and and point to a detail shop that would get four hundred, five hundred. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I mean, there I just, might be, but right. I, I, mean, I just booked a guy today for for an interior on a Mustang without hot water extraction, so that starts at two fifty, and then and then a wash and a slick job that starts at one fifty. So there's four hundred bucks right there on a Mustang, it'll, it'll take me what two hours ish or two so hours, for the, in, yeah. for the interior. And it'll take me maybe another hour on the outside to do a wash and slick job. Some three hours, if I'm even four hours, I'm still hundred bucks an hour. And I think you can grow that. I mean, when I start, when I left the car wash and started, I definitely was not, you know, I mean, I think I did my first year, I think I did three, you know, ceramic jobs you know, everything I was doing was the stuff I don't want to do now, like shitty interiors for, 
you know, a hundred bucks, you know, washing waxes for $75 or whatever. Um, and that was before I knew any better and was actually doing a wax, right? So I was actually putting wax on with an, or with an orbital and, you know, Mr. Miyagi style wax on, wax off um, before I started learning about- Using a terry towel? Right. Yeah. 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 Pretty much. You know, before I learned, I about heard Bruno still like, uses one. Yeah. I think he does. <laughs> Terry club. Yeah. To remove your waxes. I, I absolutely fucking hate those things. Don't no, you use Terry dude, when you're just thinking about yeah. those. That black but, uh, polish that you showed me. Remember that picture you showed me of the black polish that, and you were removing with the, a Terry towel. You don't remember that? Uh, I, I have no idea what you're fucking talking about. Okay. And if you're trying to fuck with me, fuck with me right now, fuck you, dude. Because <laughs> you almost got me. I was like, wait a second, didn't I? <laughs> yeah. But I think you could, I think you can definitely grow it. I mean, six years in this industry now, and and now I'm doing, you know, one or two coatings a week, and I'm not really doing that other stuff. Um so I think it just depends on on what type of detailer you want to be or what type of detail you you market yourself as. You can start definitely at that, you know, that that kind of lower level and work your way up. I, I guess the, the the big and one one of the things that I've kind of made my I guess my mm, purpose in a sense of why I was explaining the way I've tried to say stuff over the past couple of years is. I've looked at it from, I guess I'm still the guy that <laughs> happy to do the detail. Yeah. Right. Like, and I, I personally just haven't understood. That's just me. Right. Like that I've been in your shop. We're friends. Like I don't, there's it's it nothing to do with you. There's plenty of people that like more like Knox. Right. Yeah. So I think a, a, a interesting time would be the let's have a, a cool conversation with Knox about, why did there become such a divide between the industry? And as, as Greg and I have said in our episodes that we've thought there would be this ceramic coating bubble burst, you know, did it just burst in a sense that it became and it divided the industry? Yeah. And well, there's yeah. this, there's this part of the industry that will not do this, but then right. this part of the industry goes, Wait, there's these car washers. Are they is somebody that does a full detail now considered a car washer? Like yeah. that that's that's in, in, incredibly crazy because when Dustin said that a second ago, there's like 150 bucks for a full detail, could you make money? Yeah, I mean, you could do 3 or 4 of those in a day. And if you made 600 bucks a day times 6, that's really great money. Who's seen that meme? That uh, a guy put out that had, I don't know, money dollars, somebody is this rapper or something, or I don't oh, know. Yeah. And he's, yeah. he said no, something about, yeah, about you people don't want to work while yeah. I know this car detailer that's making, what was it? 100, a couple hundred, 150,000 150, a year. Yeah. A year. Yeah. I saw that. Yeah. Like I, I, I push back in a sense of, you know, you, you can. I, I think you could make money at 150 bucks a pop. So, Marty, here's my thing with that. So, a lot of it comes down to your overhead, right? But at mm -hmm. 150 bucks a pop, I mean, if you don't have overhead, yeah, you could do that. But, man, you would have to run yourself ragged. No, no, you don't. It's, 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 you have to 
suddenly change your own perspective um, because we all want to give the world and we all want to give the moon, but that's when maybe it's easier for you to say, okay, I got a level one and a level two. Level two is that's what I you do pay now. a little extra, you, you get the big world, but it, you just, it's all about perspective. You just have to sometimes switch it. That That's all it is. And it's more or less becomes your, you're, then you're not fighting with your own internal ego going, no, no, no. I got to give them the best, but man, I'm not making any money. Oh, I stopped chasing certain details and I just flat out said, you know something? I'm looking for a dollar amount a day, whether it's two cars, one car, five cars. I look for a dollar amount and that's what I'll hustle for at the end of the day. And, and I agree with you, but when it comes into, you know, so, so you're, to, to my understanding, what you're saying here is, you're like, okay, I'm going to give the customer what they want. I have a level one and a level two, right? So I noticed that in the groups, the guys that offer these, say, level one packages, you know, let's say a wash, vacuum, wipe it down, do the windows and hit it with some tire shine. Then mm. they got the customer coming back and saying, well, you missed mm. a spot because yeah. they're not paying a premium price. So with me, with my business structure, I don't have a single basic package. Um I don't have a single basic package and the only time I offer anything less than a detail is to my monthly or bi-monthly maintenance customers mm -hmm. because I don't want the risk of somebody saying, well, you missed this. When a vehicle comes into my shop, I want to give it my absolute best while understanding that I am making a certainly hourly rate, a certain hourly rate for the shop. So I'm not crunched for time. I'm making the money that I want. And I can provide a premium service to my customer. I think the problem with it is the terminology, right? So <clears throat> full detail. Because when somebody comes to me and says a full detail. <laughs> it's, so, it's, a, have, it's a very broad term. Right. Yeah. I have to ask them, like, what is your, like, when a client says, hey, how much for a full detail? I have to say, well, that's a very broad term. Like, what are you looking for in a full detail? Because, again, my full detail would be a full-on interior detail, all leather cleaned and scrubbed, carpets, cloth seats, shampooed, steam cleaned, whatever, you know, the whole nine yards. Outside would be a full deal, right? It would be a clay. It would be at least a, at minimum, you know, a, a hyper polished Polish. type deal where, where I'm, I'm cutting it and I'm polishing it down, but I'm only trying to get that 60, 70% and then throwing a, a sealant on it you're talking, you're talking a 800 to a thousand dollar service right there for me to do that. Right. Clients are going to be like, Whoa, you're too expensive. So again, <laughs> the full saying full detail, I think, you know, skews everything because can you do $150, you know, like what you guys are saying interior vacuum, like a quick little wipe down windows, door jams, wash the outside wheels and tires. Absolutely. But that's not a full detail. To me, that's a that's a wash with like, with like a, a what what do we call them at the car washes? We called them um, express. Uh, express, yeah, yeah. express, 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 express. Yeah. That's a maintenance, right? You know. That's, so that's Alex, absolutely. yeah, I it, and that's why when Dustin said that earlier, I was like, nah, I could, I can make my, I, I made money at one hundred fifty. Oh yeah. However, yeah. however, <laughs> that was many years ago. Right. Like has cost, has many things gone up. Yes. Uh, did we 
Did we polish? Hell no. Mm -mm. No, on a full detail, you didn't polish. You washed, clayed, and put on a protectant. Yeah. And I would upsell a, a wax from a, you know, a, a, I'd upsell to a sealant from a wax. Right. So absolutely no, we didn't put as much into it. Like, so yeah. I'm glad you explained it all that and if, far. And if you could, if you could knock that out in an hour and a half, two hours, your $150 is not a bad deal, right? I mean, then it becomes either... Yeah, you I'm know, slow. I, I said three to four hours. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, you know, That's you want to, you know, everybody wants to be in that seventy-five dollar to hundred hour, you know, price point. So, I mean, you have to do that. You have to be able to do that service in an hour to hour and a half, two hours max or whatever. And yeah. then, yes, if you could do, you know, three of those a day, you know, and and make a few hundred bucks, you know, if you're only working two hours on each one, you know, you're really only working half a day, and you work six half days and you make you know as much money as you need that's that's perfect yeah mm -hmm. there's guys like myself i just hate doing anything interior wise and would just rather work on the outside and that's right, why right, i right. primarily push more of a correction and coding style um and also that's what my clients kind of come to me for you know i think when you start building your name and the reputation or the, the repu reputation that's what people are going to search you out for, Absolutely. you know? And, and so if you're booking enough work of that type of stuff and you're making the money that we all can make off of corrections and coatings, then it's kind of like, you know, Hey, why am I going to take on this $150 job? Why am I going to do this? Why am I going to do that? I typically try to leave one day a week. Um, typically it's Thursday for what I call filler work. And if somebody mm -hmm. wants $150 washing, slick job or a $250 wash clay and slick job or a $400 interior or whatever. Like I make that Thursday because Monday through Wednesday, I've done my ceramic job. I've made my $2,000 plus that I need for the week. So Thursday's just bonus extra, extra bread on the plate kind of deal. And, and that's where I'll do a quick job like that where I'm only working two, three, four, five hours and then I'm done. Uh, Alex, not many people have found the little honey pot of a place to detail out yeah, of that, that you have. Uh, many other Great people deal. need to work a bit more to cover their nut, uh, than, than, uh, yeah, half an hour true. that, that yeah. you get, yeah, that's uh, true. but you do have a very great night. I mean, you do, cause we'll chat here and there. It's like, yeah, man, you, you've got it. You've got it down to a nice little tea. Yeah. Random from Tim's, what do you get on average? What's your thoughts on a, what goes into a full detail? What do you like to see? Uh, I'm off mute. Okay. Yeah. So a uh, full detail, I start anywhere between 200 to 300, um, you know, and that's the uh, shampoo and seats, carpets, uh, cleaning, conditional leather, or using the air blower to shoot leaves at and stuff. Yeah, like yeah. out of minivans. Yeah, yeah. Gas, yeah. gas one too. That was good. <laughs> hey, that minivan had all kind of shit in it. Had to get it out. You made a TikTok <laughs> of that, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. He, he had an air blower uh, shooting out the, the trash out of a blower. minivan. <laughs> I was like, whoa, God. So, Brandon, bad. that like that that would be something that there's there's many people that wouldn't I, I i mean alex just kind of said it right he wouldn't have touched that and and you did it and how much did you charge 
Um, so I actually I I don't want to do minivans anymore. So I set oh, that hell price. No. I don't think anybody does. <laughs> actually, <laughs> I, I set the price for minivans. Like I put minivans in their own category. Yeah. I try to like out price them out of. Me There's one thing them. that's that's never true about a minivan is they're never clean. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I did yeah, my so, third uh, one for the year Monday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that's my goal to, to price minivans out so I don't even have to do them. But if they want to pay me, you know, so I did that one up. It was four fifty, and you know that might be low for some people. I don't know, but um. Uh, but Brandon, you you, know, you got a you have a shop and you do <clears> mobile, <throat> so it, it's let let me ask you, you know, talk freely. It, is what you hear from Alex, is that, I mean, I would imagine that's intriguing, right? Is that something that you would like to head in that direction? Um, I mean, I don't, I kind of enjoy doing interiors. Um, so, I mean, I don't, I don't mind doing an interior because it's, there's a lot going on, um, you know, polishing paint, man. I kind of actually get bored polishing paint. I like doing it, but I kind of get bored with it, honestly. Everybody's By different, time, right? my... Everybody's different. <laughs> Hey, by the time I get around that, uh, get around the, the lift gate and come around to the other side, I'm like, God damn, am I not done yet? You know? <laughs> I'm with you, Brandon. I agree with you, man. <laughs> I mean, I've done four hours listening to Gary V rant and rave, and I'm like, God mighty. You know, but so, I mean, I, I, I do, I do enjoy, you know, doing coatings and, and polishing, but I, I would much rather be working on an interior. And I, th I think people are actually, uh, I don't know, at least in my area or people I'm doing like that, they seem more impressed with an interior than, a, you know, polishing paint. It's like, they seem everywhere. happier when they say, oh, my God, the interior looks brand new. You know, you do a, like, I did a coating today and the guy was just like, looks good. Looks good, man. Uh, Brandon from Shawshank, I want to hop over to you and ask, ask your opinion. But before we do, let's go check in with Nick and see what's happening with cooking with Nick. Uh, I, it looks like there's something over on the right. Did you pick something up? Are you doing one yeah. of those like Publix? Uh, make hey, sure no. We were, hey, mom, can you turn that down just a little bit? It's Jim and Nick brisket. Plain to me, nothing special. Um, good though, I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> uh nick what was what was going on for thanksgiving because my thanksgiving food uh was was way below par oh rip um for lunch. okay so i had a thanksgiving lunch and a dinner so we had oh. thanksgiving lunch oh. with my dad basic unseasoned people food like basic <laughs> it can be Turkey dressing, yeah. Is it fucked up if I say basic white people food? But it, no, it's no, it's that's what it I was gonna say. You, you basically yeah. say it was, it was as basic food. as it can be, you know. Like <laughs> that, it, it, it was. I was, never mind, I was gonna say it was perfectly bro. on par with I was ch chicken broth. We went to dinner, <laughs> it, dude. Dinner was was better. It had actual ham. It had. I mean, much better everything actually oh, well. I was looking forward to the ham and it was so overly salted after oh, my second oh, bite. I, oh, I couldn't no. do it. I couldn't do you it. You gotta come get some ham from southern Tennessee, man. It it hits very different and it hits. Well that so because you get your picks so from Arkansas, right? 
I don't know. But no good. <laughs> I thought it was a good joke. Honey baked ham. But I did do some detail work. I kind of got sucked into it, but I'm glad. Oh, yeah. I did a full interior. Derek and, and John from Ryan China, I hit you guys up too. Um, yeah. For about this one. I was working on a 2017 Lexus uh, NX SUV. Did a full interior clean and protect plus an exterior full decon wash single stage polish and tray it looked awesome thank yeah. you it looked good that was a fun one that car was really clean it was it had some nicks and dings on the outside but i mean a, a single stage polish and then a really good interior scrub that thing came out real nice that's cool all right maybe Brandon Shawshank, what are your thoughts on uh, a full detail what should somebody be charging what do you see in your area um, my area is kind of weird. Um, you have some people with really high-end cars, um, make a lot of money, but there's not a lot of them. So my area is not really known for being like the Orlando or anything like that. I've kind of niched myself because at first I tried to focus on the paint correction because, you know, that's what everyone wants to be. They want to be known for it. They want to be known as a professional, as Alex said. But over the years, I'm starting to realize, you know, I do a little of everything because I plan on the business uh, scaling so I could do it all. And I make less money by doing so. But what I notice is when detailers want to be professional, be known for coatings, corrections, and there's all this money, big ticket items, really that $100 detail, I don't do that. But when I go to the dealership and I do $70 scratches, $200 touch-ups, two to $300 new car preps. In a day, I can make 800 to 1200 bucks where my $2,000 coating that takes two or three days, it's like, really, where are you making that money? Um, and as far as the professional side, I, I don't, I went to uh, recon the other day and put an M15 in someone's hands that didn't know how to buff Showed him how to polish with a couple steps. M15. Sounds like a cool gun. M15 uh, Pro, the Max, the Max, Shine. Shine, Max Shine polisher. <laughs> <laughs> but I put I put it in this guy's hands that you know he was trying for a week and this hood looked horrible. <laughs> looked great when he was done. Like how much a professional you are when I could put a polisher in anybody's hands and it come out great. You know what I mean? Like I, I feel like more skills in the detailing side. I do it all, so I'm not knocking anybody, but of course, I feel good when people come to me because I'm the paint correction specialist in the area or coating specialist. It makes me feel good. But I feel like sometimes there's a lot more skill in the other parts of detailing. Hmm. That's a good point. Good point. I was going to hop over to Joe, but he looks like he walked away from the camera. I don't know. <laughs> Derek, uh, what do you get for a detail? Because this would be interesting from your side, uh, not being a full time doing it part-time mm -hmm. what do so, you like to get what do you what do you hone in on what do you see in your area so lately uh majority of my stuff's been uh, a lot of maintenance customers lately where I'll, I'll go out and i'll coat their cars for uh you know get that first big ticket right away and then i go back and do like a little light maintenance on them so the cars usually aren't too dirty uh the last couple uh details have been like uh you know i'm in like for me, my, my price, I start at a certain price. So for me, like a, a full detail uh, was for me starts at 120. And then most of them 
are, you know, the 158, $180 up to two, the $300, depending on how dirty they are. Usually as soon as I see uh, dog hair, I'm getting 200 bucks no matter what. Like I'm not doing it for any less than that. Um, but for me, so I'm doing it part-time, not really, like, I don't have any overhead really just kind of like, you know, stuff I have to pay around here. Um, but lately it's been in all coatings, uh, uh, corrections and coatings, but I'm just doing a lot of one steps and then just doing coatings on, on vehicles. Like, uh, did a lot of new car preps lately, uh, where the guy, you know, got a brand new car. How many years just, is it taking you to get there? Years. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. I was like three, three, two, yeah, three yeah. years. Yeah. Because when I first, uh, because because when I first started out, Marty, I was doing what what uh, like Dustin was saying, where I was doing. I had a really cheap, real cheap package, and I had that was the first thing I had happen. I did like, uh, oh, I'm only gonna do this, this, and this. Guy called me and said you didn't clean my floor mats, and I was like, listen, man, I didn't. That's not included. And I had to go back and and clean the guy's floor mats, and then now he. Me and him have talked, and he's up to the higher price now. So because every time I do his car, it's dirty as hell. But it took a while. Uh, but uh, as far as like uh, coatings and those go, I only have like the one price, and I'm not going any lower, no matter what. And if you don't want me to do it, then I go okay. Like you can go to a shop, like and so. But uh, I'm I'm with you with that 150 dollars, like right around there. Like, but what I find is most of the time, if if I'll start at 150 bucks, as soon as I open the doors, it's usually I'm going to get 200 bucks usually. So I usually don't stay at that 150 dollars price you I start up selling them. when you see the vehicle oh yeah as soon as i start seeing like dog hair they got like food and stuff and trash and i gotta spend five minutes pulling all the trash out like i, I do a lot of vehicles where the people have kids and you get in there and you're like there's a ham sandwich in the back seat and you're just like okay <laughs> you're, you're pulling all that stuff out you look at the lady going like this in just the interior is gonna be 200 bucks and they go oh we know we know and i'll go out and do it but i I used to hate like uh like Alex uh not Alex who was it uh, who was saying that the Brandon like Brandon was saying he I I don't mind doing interiors like I I I cut my teeth on a lot of those damn minivans like I had one of the worst vehicles I ever did was this uh, minivan where I pulled up they opened up the garage and the garage had so much like they were quarters and so much junk in it and I was there for six hours cleaning this car crying like and then I just I had didn't have all the good stuff now I got all the good stuff. And now interiors are easy for me, like easier for me. Like it's not, you still got some bad ones. Yeah. Joe, uh, good to see you back. Uh, what do you, what do you like to get for a full detail? What goes into your full detail? What's Tampa like? Uh, I would imagine Tampa is a lot similar to the way Alex was over there in Orlando. Right. I, I, I just can only imagine that people want to spend a lot of money there. Okay. I would, take it that they want to spend a lot of money but full detail is a bunch of conversation here um because a full detail somebody's charging 50 dollars for a full detail meaning oh we're going to vacuum the inside do the windows wipe down and do the outside which is a base wash some people think that's a full detail but when i explain to the customer the main thing is uh depending on what you want makes your full detail so if they say oh i want the whole interior shampooed then if I'm doing the carpets, the seats, the doors, and nine times out of 10, not really the headliner, because that's my last resort. That's like a different package itself. Um, right. I'm a hundred. Side, side note. Hold on. What do you use yeah. on headliners? This would be yeah. fun. To yeah. yeah. What do you a, use on headliners? I'm an all purpose. No, I don't steam. Yeah. Don't um, steam. I use yeah. all purpose. I use all purpose. I fold my microfiber in fours and make it, put it upon my hands, spray it down with all purpose. And then I go to town 
while rubbing it, rubbing it, rubbing it. And I do it in four sections, getting each seat. Uh, and if it's too stubborn, I would actually miss the area, just that small area, and then scrub. But uh -huh. it's all on the chemical versus I don't use steam or what yeah, I don't, yeah. use, don't no use steam. Tool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Steam, steam can uh, can release the glue. Yeah. Here's the here's the quote unquote. I know people I don't like the word hack. I just I never have. <laughs> How about tip yeah. or trick trick? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. A tip. Aerosol yeah. glass cleaner. Oh, mm -hmm. wow. I've heard of that. Yeah. Wow. I absolutely love it on uh, headliners aerosol glass cleaner like coca-cola yeah it does everything wow yeah my last car had coca-cola man and it kicked my behind it's been up uh -huh. there for so long the other the other if you could even just find a uh you know many companies have an aerosol foam carpet dry carpet uh -huh. that works uh -huh. great too yeah uh, good stuff. yeah another uh, great product another great product it's called Folex, F-O-L-E-X. Yeah, yeah, Folex. Yeah, yeah, Folex, Folex, yeah. Folex, so it's, it's similar to the APC, multi, like that Joe was talking about, though. So you got to be careful with the oversaturation on Folex. Yeah. That's why I've, I've yeah. never had the, just, it's lightly spray it and scrub it with the, with the, 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 the like you said, the fold the towel in four times and you're good to go. Yeah. But it is true. Yeah. I used to use Folex a lot because uh, at the car wash, Lowe's was literally, we were on the, uh, uh, what do they call that? The little sub part of a big box or whatever. We were one of those. And so I would just walk up to Lowe's and go grab my Folex and come back down. Got we love forward. Folex. It was, it was a great is a great one. Anyway, Joe, I had to chase that rabbit. Uh, keep going. Yeah, no worries. Uh, yeah, but my full detail, if they say full interior, um, I'm going to be honest with you. When I look at a car, if I'm going to detail your car and I'm going to make that car tip top shape, every time I detail a car, I assume a person is going to sell it every single mm -hmm. time. I don't care what they're about to do with it. It might be their personal car, but if I touch your car, your car is, you're going to get the value that your car needs, especially if you are a salesman. Um, a few years ago, I had a person actually went to a dealer and was getting like four grand for the car. When I got it, when I finished detailing it, they came back bragging to me that they got over $7,000 for their car. Oh, so yeah. you're trying to tell me <laughs> my detail took you up $3,000 plus and I'm doing it for $150. I refuse to do that now. So if the car is too bad, I charge by the hour and I can actually tell you, hey, it's going to take seven or eight hours and I will run a car all the way up to $800 if not more, if it's by the hour. But for a fairly reasonable car, I charge $100 for the carpet, $100 for the seats, and $100 for the doors. And if you get all of them done, you actually get it for $299, okay? So that's my package deal. And depending on the headliner, I'll clean it. But if it's too bad, I charge an extra $100 for the headliner because it's very delicate. I explained to the customer that if I don't do it right, it can't fall. So you'll be coming after me for doing it for you know, a couple of dollars. So I, I kind of have this conversation with him. So uh, my full detail consists of 350 where I do all the shampoo and everything and just a regular wash on the outside. And then I'll either slick it down or a technician choice on the outside with the rims and tires. So it's an extra 50 bucks or $51. And that's my full detail. And it goes from there when they want the engine done, they want the headlights. So full detail can be anything, man, anything. Yeah, it really can. That's what's cool to have everybody from different parts of the country on. Uh, yeah. 
we're we're northeast northwest uh southeast southwest we're all over and right in the midwest so that is yeah cool. brandon did anyone t completely cut out the wording full detail from the yes customers? i want I to i i, 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 oh, I did or i, I use i don't think it. Complete I, either i don't use complete or full because I, I, I if you if you ever looked at my website my packaging there's nothing suggesting a full detail yeah. There's different packages. So when a customer calls and asks that, I said, okay, um, I try to figure out what they're looking for. And of course, they're like, well, what do you charge the detail? And I will say my range, anywhere from 120 yeah. to two to 3,000. Like, yeah. depends on what you want. And <laughs> then it gets them to open up a little bit, but I never use the word full detail. Yeah. And my stuff's similar to Brandon's. Uh, my base detail package is literally called the showroom shine detail. Uh, I offer two packages when it comes to interior exterior details. Uh, none of those include machine polishing, by the way, because most people don't give a shit, right? <laughs> the showroom shine detail, I'm getting that thing ready. Is it like, like uh, Joe said, if you're going to sell it or, you know, if you're getting ready, yeah, you're getting ready to sell it, right? I want that thing to look the best of its ability. The ultimate detail comes with, uh, a 12 month coding that's uno right so um yeah so I, I have the showroom shine detail and it comes with slick and uh the ultimate detail comes with uh uno and uh other than that the interior stuff's still the same uh it, you know as for the exterior it's a wash and iron decon and you know hit it with a clay mitt if it needs it yeah uh, i think uno's that perfect coding for that spot yeah, we, we'd love to say that. Use it as an upsell. Use it as coming from one package to your next big package that you could do on a quote unquote full detail and add a one year coding that. Listen, I you can get a coding done with Uno in 30 minutes. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, Dustin, what do you what do you charge for your you said is the ultimate? What is it called? The ultimate your, detail? Ultimate, yeah. With the Uno, what is that price point? Yeah, so if somebody hits me up with a Toyota Camry that is brand yeah. new, I'm saying Toyota Camry because I love doing those things. <laughs> uh, dude, wow. I, can, I can literally take a fairly good shape Toyota Camry that needs a light detail on the inside, the outside, and hit it with Uno, and I can be done in three hours. So that's going to run 389 if somebody hits okay. me up with a really like you know and that's wash clay coat detail the inside boom done um okay you know but but that's a perfect situation right uh it's not always the case so on my website i give starting prices uh and and that's it my website is basically a landing page it gives you three options uh the showroom the ultimate and an interior detail and that's it. I don't, I don't list any maintenance stuff on there because the maintenance stuff is only available uh, to my customers who have had details within the month. And, and that's, and I've found it to be very successful for me. Um, and I mean, I reached out to Marty and I said, Hey, what can we do to you know, kind of share some information to help detailers build a more sustainable business? Uh, Cause I see a lot of flaws in our industry. Yeah, and I think what we originally started talking about and chased a very large rabbit that was fun to uh, engage in that type of conversation 
but 30 minutes, 45 minutes ago, uh, we were to actually, I think the premise was going to be about budget. Wasn't it? Like, how do you, how do you get money in? Uh, you mentioned the percentage that you're going to have to pay out. Plus then, uh, hopefully you've got different expenses that justify you being in business, such as whether it's rent or whether that's a vehicle or, uh, products shouldn't really be much no i would hope that at one point somebody would start investing into team members um we we've always seen labor rates should average 30 to 40 percent of of what the you know what you brought in plus you've got you mentioned 30 percent back to the government hopefully we're smart enough when we say running a business it goes into also also running the uh, running as far as you can against the IRS so that you don't have to pay the full 30%, but you have enough deductions throughout your year that maybe that percentage is down to a much smaller amount. And uh, there's a lot that goes into being able to justify expenses, running reports, doing different things. So, you know, I, I think that's where it all kind of started and a fun little rabbit to chase. While we're here, let's jump over to Derek. I would really be curious. What's the tab out question of the night? <laughs> Come on, okay, Derek. guys. This is a little, this is a little weird. So, um, it's always weird, man. Oh, we just don't make get it. <laughs> okay. All right. If you have the ability to spray like a skunk, what car air freshener scent would you spray? Uh, you know, I'm that- going uh, black eyes. Yeah. <sighs> yeah, same here. Are you no, you can't. I took it. That's oh. why I went first. Are you <laughs> trying to attract? <laughs> it was going to be so easy. That's why I had to take it. I love black eyes. Right. Anything my- but black eyes. Anything but black eyes. All right, Dustin, what are you spraying? Oh, man. Uh, probably like strawberry banana. Uh, I actually bought some of Greg Masterson's uh, uh, interior spray scent. I, I, was, I thought you brought his, his dank smell he's got. No, no, not the dank. <laughs> he's got uh, his dank. Not the dank. I would really be curious. I don't ever like, I love the dude, but would he actually be honest? I don't know. I, I would really be curious how little they sell of that, right? Like, there's no way people buy dank scent. You gotta ask him. Well, there's no way know. he would say it, right? Like I know, but you know, I want to know. His personality, he's such a fun-loving dude, and he's yeah. so boom, boom, boom. You know, like there's no way. It's I, gotta I know, be man. the low skew on his totem pole. <laughs> Got to. But it's good marketing, though. I mean, if you it's say, great. Got- that's great. Yeah, that's great. Stock marketing. Yeah, that's, that's great. great. Yeah. Uh all right, so what are you spraying, Dank? You're spraying Dank? <laughs> no, you said strawberry what? Strawberry yeah, banana. Stra- strawberry banana, banana man. Yeah, yeah. That's it. I love it. All right, Brandon from Shawshank. I'm going to go with game. Game? Yeah. Oh, okay. I always buy the game pods from my truck because it smells awesome. Good call. Good call. All right. Uh Nick Grooms, cooking with Nick. What uh, what scent are you gonna spray as a skunk? Fruit Loops. 
percent, <laughs> <laughs> absolutely. If I can spray like a skunk, my scent is Fruit Loops. And I'm Fruit saying Loops. that because at a car show a few months back, there's Uh-oh. this company called Fresh Labs. And what they do is, is you hang a little wooden thing on your mirror and you have oil that you drip onto it and it smells like it. And they had one called Fruit Loops. And I was like, yeah, all right, bullshit. It smells exactly like your face <laughs> in a box of Fruit Loops. Exactly like it. And it was absolutely lovely. 100% I'm spraying Fruit Loops. <laughs> cool. Brandon from Tim's. I'm going with stripper scent. <laughs> Dude. Yeah, there you go. There you go, John. I was like, Chemical Guys had a stripper scent for a while. I think it smells new. It smelled like lotions and cigarettes. Yes, it did. Like I said, very real. What were you doing last night? It's like, don't worry about it. That's funny though. <laughs> lotions and cigarettes. <laughs> lotions and cigarettes. C- creams and lotions. <laughs> nice. All right, Derek. Since we can't use black eyes, what are you going with? Probably the um damn it. There's like those little damn, I can't. It's like the fabric, like clean smell stuff. Yes, it's like those. Like they just smell. I don't know if that smell just mm. I don't know. No, like but they have laundry. Wonder Wafers all have scents. They usually all have different um, scents. I like Maybe you're fresh, thinking of that fresh, fresh linen. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. I think you're thinking of fresh that fresh. Linen. Yeah. Especially when you yeah. get it out of laundry and, the, and like you pick a sweatshirt up, you go put it on. It's just like, oh, yeah, it's so good. Like, like that kind of smell. All right. Uh, Joe, yeah. if, uh, if I you're got, skunk. I, I you got a to, few. You got a few. Oh, I got a few. You're oh. shooting out different <laughs> levels, huh? Yeah, I got a few because it's all depend on my client, right? So no, no, no. I you're have... a skunk. No, no, no. I'm this a is, skunk. The tab out question is you're a skunk and you can spray out well, one scent that's one scent. a car air freshener scent. What okay. scent would it be? Well, my go-to right now is weird because it's it's made by someone out of Jacksonville and I stretch it. It's called butt naked. There you so, go. There you go. Spray yeah. out butt naked. Yeah. <laughs> so that's the name of it. So it's it's between that and Bob Marley is the oils, and I cut it with uh, isopurple alcohol, and I put some uh, some some di water in it, shake it up, and man, the oils stick to the fabric and it smells for about at least a week. Wow, so it's good. Really good. Yeah, idea. at least a week. I yeah. wonder. I, you would think, I wonder, we'd have to uh, have to go ask somebody uh, that's more of the, uh, let's say, earthly style detailing. Why haven't we had somebody come out with an essential oils for detailers to spray in uh, cars? Like you just mentioned, oils and mix it in. That, that would be interesting. All right, mine, uh, if I'm going to spray out a scent, I, I went, first of all, because I thought it was funny, right? I thought black eyes would be funny. Black eyes. But the, the actual number one scent for a male, uh, the only scent that is a, a natural aphrodisiac for a male is vanilla. And really? so wow. I love the smell of vanilla. And uh, that's what I would spray out. I'd spray Ooh. out vanilla. But 
But then Actually, you're attracted. You know what? Hold on. Yeah, that's exactly. what I just said. I was like, wait, hold up. Hold up. Hold up. Exactly. Oh, yeah. I was like, wait a second. I just said that. I was like, oh, fuck. That doesn't go right. Hold on. I like My the small bad. vanilla, too. I mean. Okay. I was thinking it was for me. And then I was like, wait, uh, uh, hold on. So I've got to change that and go, what, chocolate? Well, hold on. Babe, what's your favorite scent? <laughs> uh, yeah. uh, chocolate, though, right? Chocolate would be the best. Milk chocolate, or dark chocolate. Mmm, milk. Yes. But unless unless it's on Nick's favorite, the almonds. If you're getting almonds, so this this past weekend, <laughs> listen, a funny story. Uh, I I shared it earlier Monday or whatever, and we went to the mall this weekend. Uh, I I stopped at this little candy place and got some almonds, and they were. But you have to get if you're gonna get almonds, you can't get milk chocolate. In my opinion, you gotta get the dark chocolate the real chocolate almonds. And the guy looked at me and he goes, do you want a sample? And I'm like, no, man, I want the fucking almonds. And, and he goes, huh. I go, listen, if I don't like them, I'll turn around and I'll flip you the bird. <laughs> I, I got them. I walked away about 10 or 15 feet. We were looking at something. I don't know. And I, I kind of looked over and he kind of looked up at me and I was like, Thumbs up, man. Thumbs up. Thank you. <laughs> he was scared. <laughs> he was. He was. But I mean, who, who, who at the mall would ever say that to somebody? I'll just flip you off if I don't like him. <laughs> I thought it was funny. All right. So I got to spray chocolate. So thanks for correcting me. I appreciate that, Derek. <laughs> Once I thought through it, I was like, oh, shit. What did I do? <laughs> Oh, that's too good. That's too good. What about uh, uh, we got John? Oh, we did do have John. My bad, yeah, John. We got John. If, if I was peeing in a client's car with a scent, it would be cinnamon because cinnamon is a very, very natural uh, odor neutralizer and lasts mm. for time. Not only that, it uh, works very, very well with uh, covering up hot box uh, when somebody's smoking in the car. <laughs> Cinnamon does really. So, it's John, a, do, do you ever? That's interesting. Hot box in a car. I mean, it's starting to become really a, a thing here where detailers are starting to ask, "How do I get marijuana smells out of a car?" Like it, uh, if somebody has smoked in it quite a bit, it becomes it's worse. For some people, say it's worse than cigarette smell. Right. You you've found a cinnamon. How? So I've, I've got a specific uh, uh, cinnamon stuff that I use. It's an oil base. And what's really good about it is I mix it with uh, like a 25% to 75% water. So it's to shake it up and when you spray it, any kind of moisture in the air, what it does, it reactivates it. So if you, you don't spray it all over the fabric and stuff like that, you spray it in certain areas, um, you know, like where you're going to have your AC and stuff like that. Um, so that basically if any kind of moisture pops up, what it does, it reactivates that smell. So I that and usually I'll take a little small, uh, like a cardboard wafer and I'll spray it and I'll put it in the, uh, air cleaner and let it run for about 30 seconds and pull that through because those part the oil particles grab onto the inside of the, the, the vents and it keeps that mm -hmm. circular. Just huh. small that I've learned, but cinnamon seems to really, really balance things out. Um, and I get way less uh, complaints about headaches. Oh, okay. Huh. Headaches from the smell, probably. Because the problem is, is a lot of guys that, that are that are doing odor removal. They aren't doing true odor removal. They're just using some heavy, heavy, 
product scent is so strong that it gives people headaches. We want something that's going to last. So that's why when I spray it with cinnamon, it actually lasts because any kind of moisture in the air tends to reactivate uh, within the car and the customers actually say, hey, you know, this, this, it went away and then one day it, like it rained and got moisture in the car or just the, in the air and then suddenly I could smell it again. So it's just what's getting reactivated versus, you know, the, like the wafers, the wafers are oil. That's why you don't put them on plastic or the dash and stuff like that. So that's why an oil base reactivates versus just drying out and then next you know you don't have to smell anymore. So, hmm. Hmm. Joe, I was going to hop over and ask your opinion since you've been working, but you look like you got your hands full, man. What are you, what are you chopping on? That oh, looks delicious. I got, my, I got my mouth full. So it's the China one near my house. So what we do <laughs> is you get the shrimp fried rice large, add extra egg. And then you have them to fry the chicken wings a little bit more crispier than normal and then add honey. Oh, so that's what I'm eating. Yeah, right. that's what I'm eating. Sounds yeah, so I'm, I'm sorry to, I know. I mean, <laughs> my man over here got the cook, my man over here got the cooking channel. So I said I should be able to eat. <laughs> you should definitely. I, I was going to ask how Nick's uh, meal turned out. Mm -hmm. But he, yeah. hey. It wasn't bad. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't like Joe's uh, Chinese food. Uh, Chinese food looks so good. Nah, it does look pretty good. Man, it's shrimp as big as a chicken wing. Oh. Shrimp in my spoon. <laughs> that's, that's that's what happens down in Florida. Here, our shrimp. Listen, Joe, you would laugh at our shrimp here. Our shrimp here is pathetic. Our, your shrimp, they are shrimps. Yeah, they're true shrimp. They're like the baby shrimp. Right? That's all we get is little baby guys. Yeah. Speaking of Florida, though, Joe, we'll be seeing you what uh, end of January. We're at Mobile Tech, Mo right? Mobile Tech Expo. I, I will be in, in Hawaii. You you're, you're not. So you ended up deciding to go away and and not mm. go to Mobile Tech. Yeah, Couldn't I'm be in Hawaii. I just went there. Where uh, Hawaii? Yeah, for my honeymoon. Oh man, that's awesome! Did you take that stairs that they talk about? Uh, I did do that. Yes. Not the, not the one that they're, that's like a, somewhat illegal to go to. I did another one that's like legal to go to, but I know what you're talking about. Okay. Yeah. So we heard about the stairs and stuff saying, okay, we're going to take our workout clothes. Oh yeah. It. Oh, <laughs> go as early as possible. If you do, if you can wait until later, it's hot as hell. Like, okay. I will yeah. take that advice. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> I'm not going to Mobile Tech, man. I will see the videos because I know you guys don't post them. But I love going for the experience. You know what I mean? I get those grab bags and get that stuff that, like, oh, let me try this out, you know? But this year's yeah. a 10-year wedding anniversary, so. Don't blame you, man. Don't blame yeah, me at man. all. It's, it's a good choice to go over to Hawaii, and I hope mm -hmm. you enjoy your time. For everybody else that wants to go to Mobile Tech, definitely use uh, promo code PINTS, and you'll save 15%. But the most important thing is, listen, let us know that you're going to be there. We'd love to have you on the stage. We'll be there recording episodes Friday and Saturday. And uh, it's a fun time. Derek, uh, he experienced it a couple years ago. I know we didn't have it last year, but a couple years ago, man, it, that, that's the happening booth. It, it yeah. literally is where everybody crowds around. It's a lot of fun. We have a great time. We hand out a lot of beer. So everybody yeah. that uh, everybody that's going to be at Mobile Tech, you know, hit me up. We'll get uh, do our best to get you there on stage. 
We're going to be recording episodes on a regular basis. It's going to be a lot of fun. So uh, look forward to seeing definitely everybody here inside a community that's on the community pub. Listen, we, you know, you guys got a spot. So uh, we look forward to hanging out, uh, seeing everybody there. Dustin, man, uh, great talk tonight. Good, uh, good discussion that you brought up and we chased quite a few rabbits and enjoyed some really great community in it. No doubt. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah, man. That was good. Yeah, hey, question. Can I ask a question? Um, have anybody ever sold a detail for five grand? Not yet. I hope not, to, yet. But not yet. Not yet. Graham, a coding oh, okay. job? I don't care what it is. Yeah. I mean, uh, the question is, is it on your menu board? What do you mean? Well, so there's mean? a theory, Joe. I, I like that. I like that. There's a theory you that you wouldn't even say 5000 Joe, right? Like, could you possibly put a $10,000 detail out, right? Like, the, there's a that's a really cool theory, Joe. I'm glad you brought it up. Of what My highest is product the, is 10 grand. Yep. My highest yep. product is 10 grand. That's the Joe Clean total package is 10 grand. My 5575 is the Joe Clean advanced package. And then my uh, Joe Clean paint interior protection is $4,480. Yeah. So you got to give them something. Well, go ahead, Marty. It looks like you're No, no, no. Yeah, good. Keep going. You're good. Oh, yeah. So um, someone had asked the question, have you ever sold something for $50,000? And then the guy was like, no. He was like, well, how, do you even have it on your menu board? And as soon as he said that, I'm like, ah. So I, I've been sitting here for the last six weeks now creating packages and giving them names. I mean, yeah, we're going to do the regular coatings for two and $3,000. But what if I want to do a coding? For, I mean, do a job for $10,000. So now I'm trying to figure out how to sell it. But the thing is, it has to be on the menu board. So when a customer walks in, they're going to see that with a big sign with my face on it. You know, that circle face with my, when I got the Joe Charlton on it. I don't know if you've seen that. And that's going to be the total package Joe Clean. That's for the top shelf people. And somebody's going to buy it. Even if it's one per- person a year, I'm going to sell it to somebody. I yeah. am making uh, a tonight. <laughs> uh-huh. I missed that. What do you say? I'm going to make it out tonight. Let's go. <laughs> I'm telling you, man. So at the end of the day, I just wanted to ask that for you guys jumped off. Like, yeah, you know, no, because- and and I was going to let you finish, but the premise is it's a cool premise. I'm glad you brought it up. It's that premise that if you don't ever have the highest thing that you could ever imagine somebody paying, then they never will. Yeah, never will. Right? They don't know you have it. Yeah, and 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 it's a right. Like it kind of makes you think. Like, but well, then they wonder why. What what the heck it really is? How good it really is? I like that. I really like that idea. It's yeah. a spin. It's a spin because, you know, then there's also become some reality in the science behind it of if you have, right? Because we've said this, if you've got three packages, the average is going to pick the middle. We got mm-hmm. four packages, the average is going to pick the middle. We got five, you know, you don't want to have 15 packages. That gets confusing. But if you've got four packages and one's here, why not have your top big massive package to be at this uncertain amount, right? Like it's not that it's a complete theory in business, right? Because it's what we've said, there's no blueprint, right? So could it work? It could, could nobody ever buy it? 
It could. It could. <laughs> Should you try it? Maybe. Yeah. It's a premise. It's a theory. But it has some really interesting uh, backing, in a sense. It has some really interesting purpose behind it of how you could actually finally get to that point. Joe, I'm glad you brought it up. And I think everybody should look at, you know, could they possibly have this package that they don't think anybody would ever buy and just have it there? I I, I don't know. But then, but then the flip side, right? The flip side is going to be, geez, could you really deliver what would ever be in something that, I mean, how could you ever deliver a package that's ten thousand dollars? Like what the well, hell I can would say it. ever go into that? I, I can I can say that right now. If every last if every last one of y'all right now grabbed your, if you were to do a a, a five year coding or a seven year coding or a three year coding, if that's your top package, can you do an interior detail and protect the fabric, carpets, and everything else like that? Can you restore the headlights? Can you do the engine? Just take that one number of all that stuff and just put it together. Every top package is on everything, even if you coat wheels. If you can coat it for seven years, put that in that package. And once you get this number, that number may be 2,000, that number may be 1,800, whatever it is, that will be considered your top package. So right now, what Marty was saying, I have like my t- I have a 10,000, a 55.75, and a 44.80. If everybody got the 4480 just because they don't want to do the 55 and the 10,000, I'm still good. I'm doing good on the $4,400. If you understand what I'm saying? Yeah, and yeah. I put a week on the 44, I put a week on the 144, and I put a week on the 55. But the 10 grand, that's a month. That's going to stay at my shop for a month, even if it takes me three weeks to do it. But the point is, I'm coding basically everything, if you understand what I'm saying. I don't care if they wanted the engine. I would just take the time and do that. You understand? So figure out your top, top package. I don't care if it's steam cleaning. If it's $200 steam cleaning, add that with your five-year coding, which is probably $1,800. Now you have $2,200, if I can say it like that. That's your top package. Complete sense. Is that wheels off for you? I do both. My wheels on is 300. My wheels off is an extra 100. So I do 400 for wheels off. I put it on my lift. I got a quick jack at my shop. Mm. I put it on there and they charge $400. But um, that's that's for a uh, two-year coding that I do the for the $400. Now, if I put a seven, that's in my $10,000 package. You understand what I'm saying? So I'm, whatever my top number for everything is, I just collide it all together. Somebody's willing to do every little thing on their vehicle. Why? They may have got their stimulus check or they've been <laughs> looking for this. I'm sorry. Or they may have been looking this, no. for this for years and now they finally found somebody who had it. Well, yeah, I, like, I like that. And I never thought of that ever. Yeah, that's, that's a awesome. good idea. man. Or here's the interesting where, who was it that said, was it, that was you, Joe, that said that somebody traded their car in and got an extra couple grand. Right. Yeah, so right extra. now, right now, is the only time we've ever known in automobile history that a vehicle could actually be an asset, right? People say that automobiles are our second biggest asset. That's a false nomer. Vehicles have never been an asset. They've always been a, a liability. Yes. Depreciate, yeah. As soon as you get out of buying a car, it starts going down. Mm-hmm. Now, the only time in the history of automobiles 
that vehicles are doing this and going yep. upwards. So in that premise is a great time to have that, Hey, trading in a car and I'm going to charge you two grand to get it hundred percent because you're about to go get 5,000 extra dollars. So you great go. thought, Joe. Good so job, man. Times. Yeah. Yeah. That's that happened so many times. That's awesome. Definitely. That's all we're out there doing. I don't know if you noticed that, but nine times out of 10, when they call us, they either want to do something so special or they want to sell their vehicle. Even if they want to go on a date, I'll be doggone if I do it for $50 and you're going to go and have a great night on the town on my two hours of labor for $50. It's not going to happen. So mm -hmm. I keep that in mind because it, because if they can't find people for $50, they're sacrificing paying the 150 to somebody who's just, who won't budge. I want to be that guy who won't budge because they're going to spend it. That's cool. That's interesting. So, you said yeah. 150 because that's how this whole conversation started. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love it. I love it. All yeah. right, Joe, go enjoy your dinner, guys. Thanks yeah, so thank much. It was a great talk. Uh, thanks right. to community guys. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Hell yeah. yeah. Great night. Good right, one, guys. guys. See you on the flip side. Much <sighs> for listening to that episode. And if you got any value out of it, hey, go share it. Go let people know what you heard on the Pints of Polishing podcast. And listen, if you want to leave us a review, we would love that. You know, five star, one star. Hey, whatever you think we deserve, if you would leave us a review, greatly appreciate that. And thank you so much for being a part of community. Mm -hmm.